Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pursuing Greatness podcast, a place where experts share their wisdom on living well by mastering your health, your wealth, your relationships, and your spirit. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone that the best way to support the show is simply to share this episode with your friends and family. Also, if you want to learn more about Mastering Life, go to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you enjoy the episode. We have a very special guest with us today, so grab your pen and paper and enjoy the journey. Before we get started, I have an announcement to make. In celebration of our launch, I'm giving away a free iPad. Shameless bribe here. To enter the drawing, all you have to do is subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and review on Apple, and then join our newsletter by submitting the form at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. Once you do that, send me the screenshot of each step to gabe at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com, and I will enter you into the drawing to get yourself a free iPad. Again, to enter the drawing, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and review on Apple, and then join our newsletter at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. And we are live. Today we have with us Tracy Brinkman. Tracy is a podcaster and founder at LeagueClickConvert.com. Um, Tracy, thank you very much for jumping on today and uh, joining us here. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me aboard. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, to get us started, why don't you tell everybody you know, who you are, where you're from, and uh, what you do today, and then how you got, how you got here on this podcast uh, in the first place. Sure, sure. Uh, like you said, Tracy Brinkman, uh, I'm, I'm actually just a little bit north of uh, Milwaukee in Wisconsin, and uh, I've been lucky enough and I've lived all over the United States and actually spent a number of years in Germany. My, uh, my father was in the military, so I, we moved every couple of years, and I usually... Uh, I, I lean back on the the fact that that exposed me to so many varied types of people and personalities. You know, I didn't I didn't grow up with that narrow mindset. Um, with that, that some people can go, well, that's the reason why I, I did this. But you know, <laughs> even even with that diverse uh, growing up experience, you know, all over the United States and in Germany, I um, I made a series of bad choices, you know, and I think we all make them our bad choices when we're, you know, having fun as a teenager. I was just going to say, as we all do. Exactly. Right. But I I think I really, you know, stepped on parts of my body that I shouldn't have stepped on way too far into my life, you know, in the twenties and the thirties and, uh, you know, started toying with, you know, a little too much alcohol, you know, toying with, you know, drugs and what have you, and even got into the, the selling side of things, which is, you know, something never should, no one should ever say they're, they're proud of, but definitely uh, not something I'm proud of. But I, uh, I was actually spent a couple of days out partying a little too much, uh, having a great time. And I came back and found that, uh, my condo had been ransacked, Ooh. right? And I was like, oh my God, what the hell happened? As I'm looking around, I started to realize you know, it wasn't thieves that had ransacked my place. The cops had actually raided my home. Oh, man. Right? They kicked the door in and it was just like you saw in the movies, you know, the, the couches upside down, pillows and books and things <laughs> were thrown everywhere. Cereal was pouring all of what had been poured all over the counters in my kitchen. And, uh, and so it was the cops that did this. It wasn't, it was uh, the it wasn't police a robbery. That, yeah, it was the wow. police that did this. And uh, so, you know, all the choices I had made up to that point in my life were kind of, I say, coming to a head. Uh, and so I had, uh, uh, I was at the risk of losing everything I had, 
I'll say not even earn, but everything I had at that point, which included a new baby girl. Oh, uh, my daughter Talia had only been born a couple of months prior to that, and uh, so I, uh, with the help of you know my parents and uh, my brother uh, Robbie, he helped me get uh, clean and uh, cleaned up my body, cleaned up my my, my mindset, and uh, I started rebuilding myself. And I, just prior to this, if I step back for a minute, I had come out of the military, and I had started my own little. Uh, computer consulting and programming business. Uh, and this was right at the, uh, the, the opening uh, of the dot-com boom. And oh, okay. just, I, was, I was doing well for myself. You know, I was doing okay. And uh, working wasn't, wasn't a problem. I was doing something I enjoyed. But uh, again, I, I started making all those bad choices that led me down this uh, dark and bumpy road that when I went back and started cleaning my life up, I didn't feel I was worthy of going back to that. And mm. I started doing like side jobs in a warehouse and temp jobs in an office to literally rebuild my self-confidence so I could get back to the point where I felt like, okay, I'm worthy of going out and serving someone else with the skill set that I had. And, uh, you know, I started, I started doing that. I actually landed a a role with, uh, with the Coca-Cola company. Uh, and that took me from Southern California out to Atlanta. And, uh, again, I kept making those, those smarter choices and doing the right things. Um, and then I was met with the, um, the birth of my second daughter, who unfortunately was born with uh, what they referred to as a distended abdomen. When she was still in the womb, um, one of her blood vessels didn't develop fully, so her intestinal tract uh, didn't develop uh, like as it should. She was born with, if I remember correctly, about 23 centimeters of intestinal tract versus like 230 she should have had. Oh, wow. So she couldn't absorb enough... Um, food, you know, nutrients through eating food like we take for granted uh, to sustain her life. So literally over the course of three months, she had, she went through six different surgeries as they tried a whole range of different things to to save her life. I mean, they even went so far as taking what little abdomen they had and they cut it in a certain way so that they can form two lengths and then tie those together to double what she had. And it still wasn't enough. Um, and I, I just, I can't imagine a, all the in, in, intricacies of those surgeries on someone so small. Um, so they ended up getting her stabilized and she gets on the donor list. So we're waiting you know, and waiting and you're doing everything you can just to keep hope up. Uh, I was lucky enough to find a passion for public speaking and anyone who was willing to listen and probably a few people that weren't willing to listen uh, heard (laughs) about my thoughts on being an organ donor. Obviously I had a skewed view, you know, I was on one side of the topic, but you know, I, I went to it, I went to rotary clubs and Toastmaster events and women's auxiliary. Anyone who, like I said, anyone who was willing to listen heard my opinions. Um, sadly, um, Krista passed away at 18 months, oh, um, but I was lucky enough. And here's the even tougher parts to really help folks understand. Um, uh, I was visiting her in the ER and you could see, if you have a child, you understand this, you could see the difference in uh her demeanor, the way she was carrying herself. And it just wasn't like her. She was always very up and positive and always checking out the world. And, uh, you know, I went and visited her in the ER and it was completely different. So I pulled the doctor aside and I asked the question I didn't want the answer to. If the organs became available today, 
would she survive the uh, the surgery? And you know, they give you the 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 legal answer right and i yeah, said look doctor just, speak yeah you know and literally i pulled him into um a janitor closet i said look it's just you and me right there's no one else around so if you say something and i say you said it you it's your word against mine it, it, and i re-asked the question and uh, you know they looked at me and said no we and and so the question after that was do you think she can get better? She'd be going through a series of events that she was slowly declining in her health. And he says, honestly, no. Um, and at this point she was on um, a respirator. So it was the decision now of, you know, uh, myself and her mother to say, we need to disconnect that um, oh, to man. a lot. Cause if I'm keeping uh, the, the, the mindset I was in is I'm keeping her here for my uh, sake not for hers. Yeah. Right. So made that tough decision was lucky enough to be able to sit there in the ER room and, and rock her to sleep one last time. And then I just threw myself into work and personal development to keep from going back to places I had been before. I didn't want to back to, uh, you know, coming home one night and finding my door kicked open again. So <laughs> I, I, I used the other side of the coin. And again, I threw myself into the Jim Rohns and the, oh, yeah. you know, the Brian Tracy's and Zig Ziglar's and, and Tony Robbins of the world. And luckily I had a job I loved and, uh, you know, just started stepping up my personal development and my, uh, my, my skill game to keep myself on the right side of things a long, a long story. I, but you know, it it kind of tells a whole world of two different times where I was doing bad, pulled myself up out of the gutter and then I was doing well and stumbled again and decided because of what I'd been through before, I wasn't going to go there once more. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and that's kind of why I love this story. I mean, um, so many people when they think, you know, they hear stories about people going through a hard time and then coming out of it, but that was really their only hard time. But, you know, so many times in life, um, the hard times just keep coming and you got to keep getting back up. You got to keep moving forward. Um, and that's exactly what you did. The exact, I mean, nobody can, nothing can hold a candle to losing a daughter, um, losing a kid. That's, that's one of the hardest things anybody can go through in life. So, um, real, real quick, I want to just kind of rehash your story. I mean, it was a really sure, good please. one, really poignant. So it sounds like, you know, you got started, um, out there in Wisconsin, you traveled Europe all over the place, really opened your mind. Um, and then even, you know, late in life, uh, a lot of people get started in the drugs and alcohol scene earlier, you know, in their, in their teens, yeah. in early twenties. And you got started um, a little bit later in your thirties. Um, and you did drugs, alcohol, you were even selling drugs. And then one day you came home and your apartment had been completely destroyed. And it was actually the cops that had done that and not, uh, not robbers. Yeah. At that point you kind of had a come to Jesus moment and you know, you had just had a new baby. Um, and you realized that you needed to rebuild yourself. Um, and a lot of times, you know, we have these moments in life when, when you, you're just going forward, you, you know, you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. Um, but in the back of, of your mind, you just kind of had shut that door. You're like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. But then something happens and you're like, wow, okay, I'm not fine. Um, so that kind of happened to you and you know, you, you, you turned the corner and you decided to change your life, but, um, you really didn't have the self, you lost your self-esteem. You were, you're kind of down in the gutter and you couldn't, um, you couldn't bring yourself to get the the level of job that you had before. And so you got, um, you kind of got day labor jobs, odd jobs, um, until you felt good enough, uh, to kind of go out there and get, you know, your, your high paying tech job again. 
Um, then it sounds like you got, you had another daughter, but she got sick. So you'd already gone through this really difficult time. You you were in the gutter. Um, you pulled yourself out by, by going to work, um, and really rebuilding your self-esteem through that, you know, that, that, that creative output of putting value into the world. Um, mm-hmm. you had another daughter, but then she got sick again. Um, no fault of your own. Obviously this can happen to anybody. Um, and you even it went to the point where you had to pull the plug on your own daughter, which I can only imagine what that would be like. Um, and instead of going back down that, that dark hole of drugs and alcohol, you decided to, you know, go the other direction. You already knew what was down that path. You knew, you knew what to expect, um, you know, getting into the drugs scene. And so you decided to take the other route. And that's the important part, in my opinion, is that you decided um, it wasn't, you know, it didn't just happen. You decided to go this direction. And you threw yourself into personal development and work, um, which I think are, you know, it's a great outlet for all of, I'm sure this uh, emotional turmoil that you had, um, you had to do something with it. And so you decided to to shoot it in the direction of uh, personal development and work. And that kind of leads us up um, to today, which, uh, so congratulations (laughs) on being here today. That's, uh, that is a lot for, for any one person to, uh, to deal with in their life. Um, So kind of tell us, you know, you you went through these ups, these downs, um, and you got out the other side. Uh, give us the the kind of the sunny picture, I guess. Today, um, you know, what are you doing, and what's your what's your big passion um, in the world today? I've got a I've got a couple. I think these days, I mean, I think one of my big passions, and uh, uh, this is the probably the tail end of the, of the story, is. Um, Connecting people is one thing, and I was lucky enough. So, at all that previous story, I was in a previous uh, relationship and marriage, which has since ended, and uh, that was another one of those decisions where you're like, "Okay, I'm going to stick through this for the kids." Right? Um, I think in hindsight, being 2020, maybe I shouldn't have, but I decided to do that. And once I exited that, it was like, "Oh wow!" The it it's like when you are. Uh, first listen to an HBO story, you know, that, that, ah, uh, sound that's at the <laughs> beginning. That's how I felt. And coming out of that, I, I met this most amazing woman. And it's like, I, if I could show other people about this, it's like making these connections uh, make more sense. Um, but uh, that was a, I'm sorry, that was, that was a little bit of a tangent, but it, that comes back to uh, the passions I have going on these days in uh, in the digital marketing space, as well as podcasting. Uh, a couple of years ago, for a couple of years, I, I used uh, uh, podcasting as a, as a mechanism to put out uh, some of the goodness like you're putting out here, you know, about the personal development experience. Hey, here's some steps you can take and here's a, you know, my experience inside the same thing. Um, and uh, most most recently, as you mentioned, uh, being a podcaster, I started um, another podcast that uh, really focuses in on entrepreneurs, but it still keeps in that personal development world because mm-hmm. I find a lot of them as I build these relationships, and you can see it coming full circle now uh, with these folks, that they're so focused on their business that their relationship is crashing, mm, right? Absolutely. Or yeah. there are things going on in their relationship that's leaking over into their business. So you can't attack one without the other. You've got to you know, it's like if you looked at your life um, yep. and there was a spoke for finance and a spoke for relationship and a spoke for business and a spoke for your finances and a spoke for your health and all those spokes made a wheel, if they're not even, 
you're going to have this like this bumpy ride as the wheel turns. So if mm-hmm. you can keep those spokes level, whether they're at level one or level 57, as long as they're all equal, then your ride in life gets a lot easier. So it's, a, it's about maintaining all of that at the same time. So you, uh, that's what that, that uh, podcast focuses on. So I have the business side over here doing all the digital stuff for the businesses. And that led me to the podcast so I can wrap the two together and say, all right, here's everything all all wrapped into one. Awesome. No, I love it. And uh, I mean, there's a few things that kind of popped out to me there um, sure. that I, that I want to kind of cover on. Um, so for one, you know, this is, uh, this podcast itself is about, um, you know, it, a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this because this is, this is about mastering your health, um, your work and your relationships. And that's what we really focus on those three areas. Cause I feel like those are, those are the most important areas in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the three areas that you really do need to nail down, uh, in order to, um, to keep everything moving forward. And I mean, you said it yourself, uh, a lot of times, um, people who start their own business or who are just very career oriented, they really focus in, which is absolutely required when you are, when you're building a business, you need to focus, you need to, Mm -hmm. you need to focus on one thing and just get it done. Um, but they focus so much to the detriment of the other aspects of their life. And that, uh, that can really take away from, not only the other aspects of their life, but also their business. Uh, because if you don't have good health, um, if you don't have solid relationships, then you won't have all, you, you won't be accessing all of your energy. You won't be accessing all of your abilities, yep. um, <laughs> which you can put into your own business. So uh, kind of tell us, um, you know, take us in that direction. Um, maybe you can pull some, some wisdom that you got from people on your podcast or your own experience. Uh, what is a, a good way for people to, um, balance is the word that comes to mind, but I guess that, you know, get all of those spokes aligned or at least the same length. So they're not, uh, running on a crooked wheel. I think one of the first things, uh, and uh, this is one of the th- first things I did, and I was introduced to this, uh, by my, my now wife, um, she was a big fitness gal and I wasn't in, I wasn't in poor fitness. You know, I was out, I was able to get out and do things. And I, you know, I, I call it exercise uh, on a regular <laughs> basis, but she helped me understand that, well, yeah, you're doing okay. But if you spent five, 10 minutes doing these things over here, and it wasn't like I had to go spend an hour or anything. It was like five, 10 minutes. You'll, you'll be able to take it to the next level. And, and these were things I didn't know of. So I think really it's about examining first your habits, right? What habits do you have that are working for you or, or not working for you? Uh, I know, and I think uh, events like that are going on right now at the time of us recording this with, with the COVID-19 experience, so many people uh, are experiencing more time in their homes and are they spending that time productively or are they just becoming um, a pillow on their couch in front of the, uh, you know, Netflix or whatever, you know, binge uh, watching opportunities they have. So if you just step back and said, okay, well, what habits do I have going on? And be honest with yourself, you might uh, quickly identify some opportunities where it's like, oh man, my business is a little askew because of this, but 
I'm spending four hours in front of Netflix. Oh, gosh, let me let me take just an hour of that and, and apply it over here because I still want to chill. I still need my I still need my disconnect time right to, to get that balance. But if I rob an hour from over here and put it back into my business, now I can take um, that hour and identify maybe other opportunities that my attitude about COVID or what's going on in my business has kept me from seeing. Um, and that almost spins into the next one is uh, your attitude. So if your attitude is negative about one part of your, uh, of your spoke, one of your spokes and very positive about one of your other spokes, well then you're going to throw your energies off in that same uh, disbalanced manner. Right, you're going to throw your. You say, ah, I know, I know what kind of results I can get over here because I feel good about those. Well, this one over here, this spoke that's you know causing that big, you know, flat area of your of your tire, so to speak, um, needs your attention. And again, you may just need to lean on someone like yourself or a coach or your spouse. Um, for me, it was my spouse with uh, with the you know the uh, physical uh, exercising and. Again, I was able to add it in like 10 minutes. So going out to someone who's an expert at that, listen to a podcast, read a book, you know, go out and you know, check out some YouTubes and, and get some um, knowledge to say, all right, let me try that. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <coughs> Apologize. Um, I kind of, I pulled two things from that. Uh, you mentioned habits and you mentioned attitude. And I feel like that's, uh, that's, both are very important. Um, so first, you, I mean, you said it yourself, you kind of do an audit of your habits and figure out which ones um, need to be improved or where can you change the time that you only have 24 hours in the day? Where can you right. move that around mm -hmm. um, to, to make it so that your habits are, are filling all the different spokes in, the, in your wheel? Um, and once you do that, and on that topic, actually, you make sure that you have incremental improvements um, and don't try to whole, whole out, uh, start, you know, a, a 20, 20 mile run. Um, if you want to get, you know, if you want to hurt yourself, <laughs> don't start with 20, 20 miles, start with one mile, um, and right. incrementally improve over time. Um, and then you also mentioned attitude, uh, because it is, it really is difficult. If you know, you really do need to make a change, but it, you don't have energy, you don't have motivation to do that. Um, probably most likely because you, you can't see the end result. Um, it's difficult to actually take the action to do that. And so you mentioned, um, things that I think are, are also very important, which is accountability. Um, you know, getting somebody on your side saying, Hey, you know, maybe we can work out together. Um, maybe we can work on our business together, anything like mm -hmm. that to, to see, so you have a little bit of accountability to move you forward. Um, and then also motivation. Um, it's amazing. I mean, I do this myself when, if there's something that I know I need to do, but I just don't really want to do it. Um, sometimes I just need to spark my mind in order to, uh, to get that the little bit of juice that I need to get the action moving. So you can, uh, um, read a book on the subject or listen to a podcast, um, something inspirational like that. And yeah, and that'll, that'll give you the motivation to, to keep going. So, um, I love what you said there. Uh, moving on just a little bit, we do try to keep these, <clears throat> To around 20 minutes. Um, sure. So I'm going to move us into the to the end of the show here. Um, you've given us, I mean, you've gone, taken us through a, a wide swatch of your life. And now, you know, <laughs> you went through this really hard time. Um, but now you're, you're here, you have a podcast, you have a business, um, you're doing digital marketing. And so, um, you know, you're on the other side, you're, you're in a very solid place. Um, you have, you know, your wife's relationship, which I'm assuming is, is pretty good. Um, so, through that time, obviously, there are lessons that you learned. 
Um, and you know, you didn't, we, none of us start out with all the answers. Um, so if you could go back to the Tracy who, you know, was just, just traveling Europe, um, you know, just having the time of his life back then and, uh, and go back to that Tracy and just give him one piece of advice going forward in life. Uh, what would that piece of advice be? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a tough one because any one piece of advice I'd give myself back then might change, um, <laughs> might change the entire path. Yeah. And I'm excluding I'm that the paradox. That, yeah. That, yeah. That I'm requires. happy with who I am. I think the, uh, the one greatest piece of advice I can give would be, um, build uh, solid relationships that are two ways. Um, I spent so much of my time in those darker days having one-way relationships where I thought I was giving to get, uh, you know, the, the, the previous lady in my life. I was like giving everything and getting just enough to keep me uh, wanting more, right? Yeah. I was I was forgetting my own value in the in the yin and yang of of a good relationship. Uh, so I did I kept forgetting the fact of how important I am. And I think the biggest question here it is: the advice I give myself uh, back then is know who you are. Uh, so many times I think people don't know who you know can't honestly answer that question so they end up traveling down roads that are probably well meant by the people that started them down those roads but they don't agree with who they are at the at their core you know you should be a doctor well you know i i'm not i don't want to do that it's not who i am but i can make a lot of money doing it so they start traveling down that road right and maybe they make a good doctor but they're not happy and they're not fulfilled in the process so but if they knew who they were uh, and then they could start looking out in the world. They would start finding um, good relationships and good opportunities would present themselves. Maybe they find out I shouldn't be a doctor. I should be, I don't know, a lawyer. Or I should be a retailer or who knows? Maybe I just need to be a, a, a monk on a mountain, whatever makes them happy. <laughs> that's the core. And to do that, it, so often we hear people say, you need to know your why. I think you need to know your who first. If I know my who, and then I connect it with my why. Well, then the how almost answers itself. Absolutely. No, I love that. Um, you start with your identity and it's, uh, I mean, your identity is so tied in with, um, with the world, with your actions in the world. And so um, that's really the place that you got to start. And I, I love that. that I mean, going back to your, to the, to the Tracy that was back in Europe, you know, that's a really young Tracy. So that would be really good to, you know, pertinent advice for somebody um, that age is to stick to themselves. Um, not in the sense of social isolation, but in the sense of sticking to your own values, um, your own identity and that, yeah. and don't really don't budge on that. Um, there's many things in life that you can give and get, but, um, but when it comes to who you are, uh, that's, that's one thing that you really do want to, you know, hold tight. Absolutely. Um, Next question. Uh, obviously, we get our information from many places, podcasts, YouTube, um, TV, you know, our friends and family, um, and books. And books are one of my favorite places to get information. And so I always like to ask people uh, if they could give two book recommendations, um, one for business or, or work, and then one for just life in general, life wisdom. Um, you know, I, this is going to sound funny. I think one of the uh, best books I picked up many, many moons ago was actually Success for Dummies. Um, <laughs> it was one of the Dummies series that uh, I think Zig Ziglar was uh, uh, joined up with the Success group uh, for that. And it, it was just an awesome book. There were so many tips. And what was cool about that is I read it then, and that was in the 
probably mid nineties when I read it. And then I picked it up probably about eight, nine years later and started skimming back through it and found I was gleaning new gems, right? So those are gems that I was ready for 10 years later that I wasn't ready for when I first read it. Mm-hmm. So that, yep. that's a great one. And I think at the same time, that's a great suggestion for anyone who's uh, picked up a book is uh, to go back and reread it uh, years later, because now you're probably ready for a whole new set of uh, opportunities inside the book. And I think after that uh, probably would be, you know, it's a classic, but the uh, seven habits of highly accessible people. Um, uh, I'm a big fan of history books. So uh, anyone who's got um, the bug of reading or, or listening to, I, I listened to the audible version of the biography of Benjamin Franklin oh, inside yeah. of there. It's a, it's a long one, but there are so many um, time tested tips that you can apply to not just uh, you know, your personal life, but definitely your business that are just gold. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, I, I read that. I think when I was in like high school, but I, I, re- I probably should reread it again because it's a, it's a really good book. Yeah. Um, but I, I love that you said uh, reread books because I um, shoot one of Seneca's books uh, on the shortness of life or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I think it's on the shortness of life. Life is long if you know how to read, uh, how to live it. Um, it's a book. I've read it like, I don't know, maybe six, seven times. And each time I'm just like, damn, there's another really there's good another piece of wisdom that I didn't grab the first time. Right. So I love that. Um, so Success for Dummies and Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, I've read Seven Habits. It's a really good book. Success for Dummies, though. Maybe I'll have to check that out. That's a good one. Um, next question. Uh, I mean, you've already mentioned it before, habits. It's kind of what drives your success forward. So if what is the one habit that, uh, that you feel contributes the most to your success? Um, having a, have a routine that fits with what I'm trying to accomplish. And what I mean by that is so uh, in the morning, when I get up, it's the the routine is do a little workout, do the shower and do a little uh, gratitude moment and then a little reading. And then after that, for me, it's playing my drums because I just love playing the drums that much. Um, But I think if you could create some sort of routine for your day that A, starts you off well, um, and then helps you set your mind for the day. So the gratitude and whatever you might be reading, it could be anything, any one of the books that uh, you know you get suggestions for, or whatever biblical or religious, spiritual book that you have at your at your side. Um, and then pausing f- to be grateful for whatever you already have today. Uh, and I think that's the biggest one a lot of folks will stumble on because uh, they're like, "Well, I don't have anything." Well. You're breathing. All right, let's start there. <laughs> <That's> right. <something. laughs> um, can you see two feet in front of you? Okay, there's two. Right. Uh, did you eat this morning? Okay, there's three. So it, it if you start with the little things, and then the next morning, and, and I, I was that person when I first started doing it, and within a week I was reaching way out there in these things. And it's like, and you, you're. It, I find that you start standing taller when you start honestly feeling grateful for these things you have in your, in your world. And that changes your attitude for the rest of the day. So that, that's a big thing. And that alters what you just spend your time on. So that, that molds your habits to be more flexible to what it is you're trying to accomplish. You know, marrying your who and your why. I'll, I'll come back to that full circle. Absolutely. No, I love it. Um, so yeah, so, uh, morning routines, that is, I, I mean, that is a great habit and especially, um, in the context of adding gratitude to that morning routine. Um, 
Love that. Love that piece of advice. Uh, last question. Um, you know, you've given us a lot on the show today. Uh, <laughs> you need to receive though as well. So if someone were to bring you something, um, what would you want to receive? Be it a new client for your digital marketing company, um, a book recommendation, anything like that? Hmm. What would I like to receive? Oh my gosh. You know, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I have, uh, I have all, all the big things in life. You know, uh, I, I think a true friendship and that's going to sound such, like such a platitude. Um, <laughs> I have a very limited number of true friends because, uh, like I said earlier, it's like, I'm me, right? You, you accept me for who I am and I'll accept you for who you are. And not everybody can agree with that. And I've been lucky enough probably to, have six, seven, I can count them on these many fingers, uh, seven, eight people maybe that I've known for 20 plus years that agree with that kind of uh, view on life. So if you were going to bring something to me, just bring me who you are. And if, if we gel, cool. If we don't, well, that's cool too. You know, Maybe we can help each other in some other way. Perfect. Yep. Absolutely. And if somebody did want to get in contact with you, what would be the best way for them to do that? Um, the fastest way you could go to the darkhorseschooling.com you mentioned earlier. Uh, my contact information's up there. Obviously, you know, I'm on all the socials, uh, Facebook and LinkedIn. You know, it's uh, Tracy Brinkman. Uh, just do a search there. You'll find me. Uh, you can find me in the group uh, on Facebook, uh, the Dark Horse Tribe. It's uh, just starting off and it's really kind of a place for the folks that are resonating with the podcast to come and share ideas. Perfect. So that is uh, darkhorseschooling.com. If you want to reach out to Tracy, I will also put his uh, LinkedIn profile in the show notes. Um, if I have that, I, I didn't check if I did, but <laughs> if I do, I will put that in there and you can click through um, to reach out to Tracy uh, to contact him. Um, so again, Tracy, thank you very much for coming on the show today. I really appreciated it. I'm sure everybody listening and watching did as well. Um, for everybody who here, who's here, uh, who came along on the journey with us, thank you guys for showing up. And obviously, the best and, uh, and only way that I recommend to support the show is just to subscribe, like, and share with your friends and family. Um, other than that, have a great day, and we look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Thank you guys for sticking with us on another episode of the Pursuing Greatness podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of that guest. Um, again, the best way to support the show is just to subscribe, like, and share with your friends and family. Also, check out PursuingGreatnessPodcast.com if you want to get more information about what we do and what we offer. Um, I hope you guys have a great day and, uh, and keep living in integrity with yourself. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode coming shortly.